All right, I just want to get right into it. Uh, this is Go. my this is my this is my review of Pacific Rim. You ready? Mm-hmm. Damn. Can I just say I yeah, pl- celebrated celebrated my friend Spencer's birthday tonight by oh, going yeah? to a Long John Silver's. I heard this. And apparently in the uh, something, whatever, feast basket, it's like right. $5. There's enough trans fat yeah, for three that. weeks, and that's the basket. Beyond so there's that, there's, there's the meal. Damn. And dude. then there is the platter. <laughs> the platter. So the lowest one. The lowest one is enough trans fat for three weeks. <laughs> but then there's the meal, and then there's a the platter. So I am estimating I did not have this. I had something else, which Spencer was probably did. just as right. bad. Spencer had that. Spencer right. and Aaron. he was going on yeah. about it. And and I have to assume that there was enough trans fat then to last, like, for months. <laughs> 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 like, I think his kid is going to be talking. And then <laughs> at that point, he will, have, he will have burned off all that trans fat that he ate. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> that, he, that they created that? Yeah, I'm glad that there's an establishment out there that's still willing to push the envelope <laughs> in terms of sodium and trans fat in foods. Like, you know, everyone else is shying away. Yeah. And John, Long John Silver is just like, no. Every we, other we will not go quietly into the <laughs> night. <laughs> Every we other will not take the trans fat and sodium out of our food. Tonight, we are canceling the sodium trans fat apocalypse. Oh God! I think that's impressive. On 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 that note, <laughs> welcome everybody to Enter the Critic, a podcast where each week we talk about new movies, both in theaters and on Netflix, uh, as well as tr- movie news and trailers. Wait, what? Yeah, this is about movies. It's about movies. Damn it! Uh, my name's Chris Klump. With that. me, as <laughs> always, is Macalac Attack Schaefer. <laughs> You're gonna have a Macalac attack, a Mac heart attack. <laughs> if by Macalac attack, I mean a heart regular, attack. a regular, a, re- heart a regular attack. heart attack. <laughs> and of course, with us as sometimes, <laughs> with us as sometimes, me, the ever pseudo present, me, Parker Lindstrom, <laughs> otherwise known as me. <laughs> All right, this week we are talking about the. Movie that literally just came out this weekend, uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yes. This is going to be exciting because we're going to release an episode during the opening weekend. Yes. Yeah. yes. It's, it's really the first time exciting we've done to that. finally be doing something that makes us relevant <laughs> in, even, <laughs> in even the slightest aspect. Yes. Pretty cool. You know what this is, guys? This is finally somebody planning. Yep. <laughs> and that was Parker. <laughs> So before we get into that, though, let's get into some news here. All right. Let's see here. The Day of the Dead reboot is shambling forward from the same producers <laughs> good way to put as it. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Remake, Ooh. I assume. The re- oh, of course the remake. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the producers of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre are all dead or well, lying no, in a hospital. No, they're all just in rehab from massive coke addiction. Yeah. Um, so apparently, thanks to the big budget treatment in World War Z, uh, they've decided to go ahead with, uh, Day of the Dead, 
the remake of the classic George Romero 1985 film. Um, not to be confused with Dawn of the Dead, which was the 1981, I believe, and George R. Romero classic. Also not to be confused with the other <laughs> 2007, <laughs> 2008, re- 2007 reboot yeah. of yeah. Day of the Dead, which starring Ving Rhames and Nick Cannon. Ugh. Ving Rhames has to be in like every... Ving Rhames has been in so many... Z- <laughs> Do you ever look up how many zombie movies he's been in? He's Not been even, in like, lot. official, like, he's you know, been in a lot. big release yeah, ones. Yeah, he's been in one straight to DVD. No, just come in and be like, hey, Ving. Hey, we're hey. doing this uh, zombie movie. I'm oh, in. yeah, hell yeah. I'm in. Now, it's only got a budget of $5,000. <laughs> That's why. And we have all volunteers for the zombies <laughs> that are doing their own makeup. Is that okay? <laughs> Sure, sounds awesome. <laughs> you know how The Rock is basically they they eject him to save a franchise. <laughs> they inject they yes. inject Ving Rhames to put a franchise to bed. <laughs> a, a, apparently, like, an entire genre of film. In fact. Well, yeah. not just not he's because uh, he was also in the straight to DVD release of um, the prequel to the remake of Death oh. Race, Death uh, Race Two Thousand. Oh, okay. Um, because they remade Death Race. It wasn't Ice Cube in that. Uh, no. Oh. But uh, Jason Statham was in it, of course. Yeah, Jason um, Statham was in it. And so when that was a minor success, they made a prequel, <laughs> starring Ving Rhames. <laughs> um, straight to DVD. Straight to DVD. I did not bother watching it. He's just too much for the so. American public to handle. But I don't. This is another movie that I think it's it's too late for this film. Um, the zombie craze is, I mean, I, I, if I would have said anything, really? I would have said World War Z. Are you about Z. to say the zombie craze is, is dead? Well, I was going to say over, but yeah, dead. Um, <laughs> or undead. Ooh. But I I really think that, you know, it's done. It's yeah, had but its we say, it's we had we've it. been saying that for like five years now. And then every year there's a big zombie-related movie that rakes in a lot of money. Yeah, Or multiple of them. And I, I, you know, I love zombie movies, I'm, but I'm also of the, <laughs> I feel like what is the majority of people that love zombie movies, I'm also of the opinion that like, yeah, I think, I think we got enough guys. Yeah, yeah for now. that's I think what we I mean. Finally reached, yeah. I think we finally reached, you know, we have a good stockpile here mm-hmm. to last us like a good 30 years until we need to, you know, resurrect the genre. Exactly. And yeah. Bring Again. out something new. I think, I think we're good. So what would you say, I have an answer, what would you say was like the, the first, the beginning of this, this that we're getting the tail end of this surge? What would you say is the beginning? Dawn of the Dead remake has to be there um, in the beginning I of the would argue, That was a pretty big... I would argue Land of the Dead, Romero's... Was that successful though? Um, only because it was a Romero film, it had a, it had like a really strong opening weekend and then slowly slumped off. Okay. Perhaps Shaun of the Dead, I would rather say Shaun of the Dead might be on that. I was looking at what year this came out, and it came out two thousand four. And I remember like, I mean, I I I was not like I've seen the black and white, you know, uh, Night, of the, Night, of, Night the of the Living Dead, Dead, way way back in the day, making fun of it, joking around, you know. And I had maybe seen some in passing. But I honestly hadn't even seen like Dawn of the Dead when I saw Shaun of the Dead. Like yeah. I just I just saw that because I wasn't a huge zombie movie fan. Yeah. And after I saw that, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so good! And then I actually went back and watched yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Then I watched the remake, and then I, you know I started watching all these movies and getting into it because of that movie. Yeah. 
I I was always really into zombie films, specifically Romero. I remember going like my, I think eleventh grade, uh, just getting my hands on a VHS copy of Night of the Living Dead, which was uh, kind of hard back you know then, <laughs> um, and just lending it to everyone, being like, "You have to watch this. this is an amazing film," and yeah. everyone just kind of going, "All right, whatever, weirdo." <laughs> Um, but I would say probably Shaun of the Dead is is um, kind of responsible for this zombie kick because not only was it a zombie film, but it was good. Yeah, and it was funny. relevant, yeah. and you could watch it with like somebody who didn't care about yeah. anything about zombies. Well, I feel like it was also the really the first really big uh, commercial success that said, "Hey, you can do a zombie movie without making it exactly like all the other ones." Right. You it wasn't it was this, you can take this concept and do a comedy. You can do whatever you want. You can yeah. do uh, yeah. whatever. Exactly. It's a, it's a world Because of Shaun of the Dead, we would never have got Zombieland. Right. I would I mean, I would argue that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um because again, yeah, like you said, it was the first film we like this doesn't have to be serious. Commercially successful. Because I feel like before then there were movies in the eighties that, that did zombie comedy and yeah, you different had, like, takes on the story. But they were always tongue in cheek campiness, yeah. like yeah. Uh, Return of the Living Dead is incredibly funny, but it's very tongue in cheek right. and it's not serious. Or they There's were just no- super cult. Oh, yeah, like or just really campy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing campy about Shaun of the Dead. No, and there's good. nothing tongue in cheek about it. That's just a solid comedy um through and through that just happens to have zombies in it and it's great. So, but so thanks to Simon Pegg and yes. Nick Frost for making that. What a bunch yep. of assholes! <laughs> now we're all tired Jeez. of the circle. Yep. Jeez, yep. enough already. It's their fault, <laughs> but that they made a really good movie. <laughs> and then it spawned a whole nice, good culture for about <laughs> ten years. <laughs> nope. And uh, according to the uh, writer, they want to keep this version as close to Romero's version as possible, uh, which why? means why? why don't I just go get my copy and that's of right. Day of the Dead that's, and watch that? That's exactly. easily the worst of the original trilogy, too. Uh, well, I... Mm, you think you think uh, it's better than Dawn of the Dead? Or Night of the Living Dead? You know, I have such a love for those films that I, I can't pick a favorite. Okay, but... <laughs> It's still the worst. Just say it's the worst. It's, <laughs> say it's it. not bad. Say it. It's not say bad. It's the worst. I'm not saying that by any stretch. It's still but a say good it's movie. The worst. Uh, okay. Say it's the worst or we can't, can't go home. Chris, <laughs> you have to kill one of your children. Just choose the one that's <laughs> ugliest. <laughs> okay. Choose the one that's ugliest, Chris. And move on. All right. Move well, on. Fine. fine. If, I had, if I had to throw one of them to the wolves, it would be Day of the Dead. That good. Happy? Thank you. Just you happy? Those nice. wolves are hungry. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Well, moving on here, we got some... Some rumor news here. Ooh. Rumors. Apparently, uh, unconfirmed <laughs> reports that we are getting not only a Boondock Saints 3, Wh- why but are we also a Boondock Saints television show. Why are we even talking about this? Because I find this so repulsive and so just, I can't believe this might happen that I want to talk about it. I don't know if I've ever discussed this on the show, but I, I am actually a Boondock Saints hater. Oh, I like the original. I do not like the original Boondock Saints. See, I like the original. Okay, I don't like. Allow it. me, allow me to tell you guys the the tale of how I became. <laughs> Come, my children. <laughs> Come, sit, sit, sit at my feet. It better and be learn. quick because Boondock Saints isn't worth talking too much no. about. <laughs> Somebody, okay, in in my uh, phase of just becoming infatuated with Quentin Tarantino films, with um, uh, like Jackie Brown had just been released, and so I went and. Uh, got my hands on Pulp Fiction, and that just right. I fell in love with that director, so I got everything I could, and uh, saw Reservoir Dogs and was blown away. 
by Reservoir Dogs. Right. And then a friend of mine said, oh, if you, if you love <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, Boondock Saints is like a better version of uh, Reservoir Dogs. See, so automatically, <laughs> out, of, out of the gate, I had such high expectations. Oh, yeah. So me, a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy Sayer, and my buddy Justin Kaufman, Got our hands on a copy of Boondock Saints, and we sat down in my basement, and we're like, I can't wait, can't wait, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And we started watching the movie, and we're in complete silence for about five minutes during that opening montage. Right. And out of nowhere, Jeremy goes, I don't know, maybe it's supposed to be stupid? <laughs> and that's how we started in Boondock Saints. Like, I, I was told, like, this is kind of like a like fun, silly, like, at a sort of gangster, but sort of not. Just, just watch it. And I was like, okay. So I like went with into it thinking very casual, and then I was like, wow, that was really fun, because it was kind of just like, not, you know, it was just what it was. I like Willem really. Dafoe in it. Yeah, yeah, I Willem Dafoe. I think they had some interesting characters and moments, but I mean, it's just. And I've really liked uh, what's his name, uh, Norman Reedus. I like him. You mm-hmm. know, like I like him. In Wa- I think he's like the saving grace of Walking Dead. Yeah, but I, I don't like him in that movie. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just, yeah. I, I feel similar to Chris. Like I was, it was really built up as being this right. like cult movie that people loved. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, it's like one of the best like crime whatever like movies in that whatever pseudo genre, and I, it just felt so flat. Yeah, mm. and it doesn't. It's not a very well made movie either. No, no. it's not. No, it's, it's not. very. You can tell the guy's a first time director. Now, if you went into it thinking it's going to be campy and kind of fun, a, an yeah. amazing movie associated with it is the documentary about him. Yeah, Make yeah, that that's is worth a seeing. Legit I have not, good I have not movie. Seen, I need to see that. Um, um, I forget what it's called. I'll look. But no, the, the idea that that's going to be a TV show is stupid. The fact that it's going to be a third movie, who cares? But I guess we do because we're and talking uh, about it. <laughs> it's, it's called Overnight, just for people at uh, right, home. Right, okay, Overnight. Yeah, I mean, that was on about, Netflix for a while. Because it's about, like, he wrote the script and, like, everybody was reading it. And he became this overnight success. Mm-hmm. But he was legit- legitimately just a guy from, from Boston or whatever. And it's kind of, like, shows you that, like, not everybody can handle that fame that happened to like goodwill hunting right <laughs> and ben, right like ben affleck and matt damon write a thing and then it's like you guys are huge stars overnight and they're like now they're still huge stars <laughs> and then it's like this dude gets it and like it was cr- it's crazy just to watch him like crumble as a person yeah. on camera because they were filming it like to be like this is good to document this because you've made it like we right. want to document this like maybe for behind the scenes features and all this stuff and then it just you watch him just like and, and he just alienates himself and all of his friends and family and all these new people he meets that just immediately like we hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I guess we can loathe the idea that that might happen. Boo. So. All right. And last uh, piece of news I have here. Uh, Sam Mendes has been confirmed uh, directing the yet untitled 24th James Bond film. They should call it 24. <laughs> Have them go up against <laughs> Jack Bauer. James Bond, 24. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what it would be. It would just people going, Subtitle, huh? what? 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 Uh-huh. Um, but James if Bond. you don't know who Sam Mendes is, you really should, because he's directed some amazing films like Skyfall, uh, Jarhead, Road to Perdition, American Beauty, um, Some of my favorite films. Just a actually. fantastic director, 
And I really, I mean, Skyfall was so good. I really enjoyed Skyfall. You know, I actually just watched that for the first time this past week. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? Really? It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, It it wasn't as good as I thought it would be, just because it was billed as like, this is... Come on. I I said it was good. (laughs) I really liked it. But no, it was hailed as like, far and away, the best James Bond ever. And it's still... You know, I wouldn't a really say the good best James, James Bond, Bond ever, but it is it is a solid. It's a it's very far good from the worst. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. and it was also touted as being like I don't know for some reason the Mendez uh, James Bond films almost get touted as being like this this breaks away from James Bond and makes them like legit films. Uh, yeah, and it's like, I, for, I don't know. First of all, there's nothing wrong with I mean. Yeah, James Bond's kind of silly and dumb, but it's they're still great, entertaining movies. You don't need to say that to make me. Watch if you them stick and like in them. the Sean Connery years, they're legit films. Although they are of their time, especially the way Sean Connery portrays James Bond, like hitting women, which is kind of like <laughs> not cool. But um, oh come on, uh, different different times. My once friend. you get to the Roger Moore era, Ugh. that's when it all goes downhill. It becomes Ugh. really silly. Because I mean, you got the the um. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just becomes just really so silly. campy but, and so bad. But, uh, I mean, even the Connery films are based around pretty silly ideas of, like, single men, like, taking over the world right. or doing extraordinary things, etc. The Mendez movies are, are pretty much no different. Yeah. You have one man, the villain in Skyfall, played by... Uh, Javier. Javier, yeah. Javier Bardem. Yeah. Um, he was a great villain, by the way. Yeah, he was so good. Uh, he is. But he really is. We are meant to believe that one man has somehow overtaken <laughs> the the most elite right. uh, computer systems in the world. Yep. Has seemingly thousands of men, right. specialized agents, yeah. willing to do his bidding, and all for what cause? He wants to kill an old lady. Right. Like that's that's what he's essentially doing. And it, and when you think about that, like really, it just it's it's silly. It's still James Bond. Right. Yeah. It's James Bond. I it's can't fine. think I can't think of a James Bond film and I've unfortunately seen them all. Uh, They're all on Netflix. <laughs> I can't uh I can't think of a single James Bond movie where the premise isn't when you say it out loud isn't just laugh out loud. Right. <laughs> but it's well, fine. But like, like and that is fine, but like you said, if you've heard that it was supposed to be somehow legitimizing it. I, yeah, I don't like, know. Wait, it, what? It, it was touted by in some circles as yeah. just being like, "This is like a, this is like the true right." Like, yeah, like, it like was almost like James Bond film. fans could say, "Like, no, we finally reached that like auteur level of filmmaking." Yeah, it's it's like, not first that. of all, it's you shouldn't that. want that. Yeah, it's right. not James yeah. Bond anymore. Exactly. And, you know, Sam Mendes's James Bond films are very good and well done, mm-hmm. and are, are oh, considerably darker than some of the you know the ones that we've had over the past. I decades. guess that's what they somebody means to say. They're, they're darker, you know. They're but darker. They're still they're pretty not le- silly, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. when you think about they're it, the laughable. premises are far fetched, very far fetched. You know, but no, like, I, I don't. Mean, I don't. Not, he's not toting around a. Uh, a pen that is a hand grenade. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they make a joke about right. that. Like, exactly. is this what you guys get in R and D? Like, what do you want? A pen that's a hand grenade? We don't. <laughs> We're do not that. all about that anymore. Um, but no, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm glad that he's going to continue making Bond films. Now, I have an interesting question: Are yeah. they going to stick with Daniel Craig? Yes. Is he yes, he I, is I slated for the next two Bond films, okay. I believe. I mean, because I could be getting, wrong about he's that. He's getting up there. Hey, no worse than the last Connery Bond, where Connery was like, well, that was 60? a sixty. That that's not never. canon, apparently. No, because it was ne- it was never say never, and uh, yeah. no, it is not 
canon, but it's still a James Bond film. Yeah. And when you speak canon in the world of James Bond, just prepare for a lot of arguing <laughs> yeah, like because none of it makes mm, sense. This in wasn't canon. in Ian Fleming's vision. Well, not only that, like it doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like okay, if it's canon, then James Bond is like at this point 102. Well, no, you've heard the. Really oh, yeah. cool theory. The theory until this movie where it totally killed that theory. But right. <laughs> I do like the idea. I like the idea up until Skyfall. Where the theory was, if you're not uh, familiar with it, the theory up until Skyfall was that James Bond was not a name, it was a title. And every single version of James Bond we got was just a new secret agent coming on and they say, okay, your, your, your name code is James name Bond. is James Bond. Right. So that's why we can get, you know, Connery to right. Lazenby to Moore to to um, Dalton to yeah. Brosnan. But in Skyfall, they do delve into his backstory his more backstory than some of the other ones. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, again, if you're watching James Bond films hoping for some kind of through line <laughs> through all the movies, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, well, yeah you're, definitely. You're watching a movie about a man that has sex and shoots people. Yep. That's yep. And has superhero levels of uh, and abilities. And never dies. Oh, yeah. Is essentially immortal. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so do, Craig is slated for the next two? Three? I believe so. I believe he's slated for the next two. That's cool. And he's more than happy to do them. He, li- he I, as far as I know, I've he read, likes doing them. I've read interviews that kind of states that he he enjoys doing it. Well, it's interesting because I guess he was probably the oldest person to start as James Bond. Was anyone older when they started taking on the role? Was Dalton uh, older? No, no. Which always maybe really maybe Lazenby, but I'm not well, sure. Who <laughs> he did one count. movie. <laughs> no, I think Lazenby was somewhat young. I think I thought he was like in his early. You 30s. know, yeah, you're probably right. It's been a while. Uh, and Daniel I've Craig, I think, was at least close to forty when he started. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, he was. I remember when um, Casino Royale came out, there was a lot of controversy over him because of his age and because there had never been a James Bond that was quite as sort of brutish as him. Like, you know, a lot of James Bond, you get the image of, like, the svelte, especially with um, Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton. Um, If you read the original Ian Fleming work, you will find that uh, the Casino Royale is closer to the source The description of Bond? Um, yeah, except he's sort of fa- thuggish in the movie. Yeah, he's yeah. not. In fact, one of the uh, one of the quotes from I believe I believe it's Skyfall, uh, where M refers to him as a blunt instrument. Yeah. In the books, James Bond is not smooth. I mean, he's smooth when it comes to getting the ladies, but when it comes to getting the job done, he's just one step. In fact, they describe him one step above street thug. Right. Like he's he he, he doesn't just earn to go the, in well, and just that, beat everyone to hell. Yeah. Well, that is everybody. a point that's driven through these Daniel Craig movies, especially yeah. right. in Skyfall, yeah. where yeah. where they do say like, "Look, this guy's essentially an assassin." Right. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> he's just a because spy he in the sense that he you know sneaks around and pretends to be other people, but he does it with the end game in mind of yeah. killing people. Yeah. yeah. Um, he doesn't like like they said he's he's a street thug in a tuxedo. Yeah. So. But, nope, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, and since you wasted all that time on Boondock Saints, I'm just going to... Okay. i got to rush this news that Hugh Jackman is looking to be in a movie alongside the Avengers and Spider-Man. Well, he uh, wants it to happen. Right. He wants, he wants to do an Avengers... We all want that to happen, except Wolverine. Fox executives who don't want to <laughs> give up the rights to Spider-Man. We want money. But Hugh Jackman is... is 
I mean, he's he's an amazing isn't Wolverine. Isn't Sony yeah. Spider-Man now? No, I or it could be. I, I Sony's Sony Spider-Man now. Yeah, but and like Fox has and then Fox X-Men. has X-Men. Yeah, I feel like if these if these like like in in Hugh Jackman's case, I feel like he's well established as Wolverine. Absolutely. If they introduced a new actor, it would be a lot be of hard horrible. work. Yeah. So like get guys like that together and like the guys from the Avengers, like Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Hugh Jackman get together and say, Well, if you don't put us in a movie together, we're not gonna be we're not, we're not gonna do it. And they'll so you have immediately to put it, yeah. yeah, they'll immediately that is just like, all right, let's could, get this work. They, they could potentially hijack yeah. these oh, franchises easily. by just saying we're not doing it unless we get to do what we want. Oh absolutely and what are they gonna do? They're gonna be like Fine, we'll find someone. Else. <laughs> we'll yeah. find a better we'll Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, who's we'll find someone play? else, even though we already essentially gave you all the money <laughs> in this franchise. So I know it's so great. Movies. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, so I just feel like they should just like finally like pull their weight, you know, like just throw the weight around. Be like, hey! Especially with because originally I had read that they had written in for the Avengers movie, they had written in a shot of the. Um, Oscorp building, and they were mm-hmm. going to show possibly there was talk of having Spider-Man like swinging in the background to show like, hey, these universes are connected. But the money wasn't there, and nobody could come. Like everybody was fighting it. Right, now that because exactly. Avengers, think about it, Avengers wasn't a guaranteed hit. No, and they took a huge yeah. risk on it. Now these companies are probably going to be like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> see how much money? Wait, how much? <laughs> Okay, we we might want to think Do about you mean this. We'll still get money, and we don't have to make the movies. <laughs> so. Just allow you to put these characters in the movies. Mm, let me uh, think about it. That would it. be nice. <laughs> no, we're all about creative control. <laughs> <laughs> we think we're going to do a much better job. We want to do a better. We'll service. do our own Avengers backstories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's move on to some trailers here. Uh, Saw two trailers for this uh, week. Saw the, I don't know if we want to call it a trailer or just a teaser for it's, How it's to Train Your Dragon 2. Um, yeah, I wouldn't bother talking about a teaser except it's How to Train Your Dragon 2, so it's kind of fun. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's seen How to Train Your Dragon? Oh, yes. Everybody yes. loves it? So oh, absolutely so great. Um, and, I, and I didn't think it was going to be good at all. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, always leery of any non-Pixar CG yes, movie. I'm yes. like, always like, mm, and then it was really, really good. Well, for me, it was a little, like, almost opposite. Like, I came in hearing people raving about it, and gotcha. I was like, I don't know. It doesn't look that. It's just a, it doesn't, the characters yeah. don't look that great, and it's like a movie about yeah. dragons. And then I came away, and I was like, yeah, loved it. <laughs> yeah. I, so, uh, I want that dragon for my pet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, watched, I, w- I watched the movie with my, you know, now wife, then, then girlfriend, uh, Melissa. And the whole time, like. Whoa, I'm, what happened? We, we got you and Melissa. We, we got married. Whoa, dude! We talked about this like congratulations, two dude. podcasts ago. Yeah, but you um. cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's make a formal congratulations for Chris Clump finally, you know, meeting the love of his life mm-hmm. and, and committing to that mm-hmm. relationship and marriage. And 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 I'm just gonna put this out there that if he cuts this out of the podcast, <laughs> I know that he really doesn't love his wife. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Parker's <laughs> Parker's editing this one. Him. Yeah, right. I'll edit it. Parker's editing. I'm just this gonna, one. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna copy and paste that over and over and over as Matt just <laughs> congratulating him over and over and over. Hey, the listen, whole listen. Congratulations. She listens to me talk about movies enough that she doesn't need to go to work and listen to me talk about movies on her computer. Okay, she already gets this enough at home. But 
Yeah, we watched we watched How to Train Your Dragon and the whole time. I'm like, I'm thinking something horrible is gonna happen. Right, you're waiting. And for I'm it. waiting, and and she's she is a very. I mean, movies really hit her in a big way. Yeah. She always cries during movies because she's a person um, <laughs> compared to me, where I'm just dead on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sad scene. <laughs> that was, yeah. Oh well, man, I love perhaps if I had was. a heart, I would cry. Yeah. If my heart wasn't blackened, I could probably feel for that scene. Uh, except for the movie Babe. That, that movie <laughs> always gets me. <laughs> That'll do, Chris. That'll, That'll do, Chris. Oh, uh, yes. But anyway. Um, and I was I was shocked about how just just good it was. And it just yeah. I, I loved it. Um, yeah, very good. The animation was spectacular. Mm-hmm. One of uh, the voice best. Voice acting, great. One of the best scores in any movie over the past decade. Yeah. yeah the awesome, score was awesome really good. Music. But, but, like, again, like, this is, like, you know, what they were able to to do in like Wally where they had a character that doesn't talk at all but right. it was it, they were able to capture so an much personality so well that like you were like okay and there's like so you, much development in yeah. that character absolutely like it's and not like just you, it's not just a cute right. thing that you're right. just like ah no it's yes. a character that you actually feel for because yeah. you see how the character progresses and develops so. yep absolutely yeah um so the the teaser is just uh it just looks like hiccup uh the kid flying, it, yeah, who is voiced by, uh, yeah, from This Is Jay the End. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When when This Is the End started, I was like, yes, I forgot <laughs> this guy from Ride Train Dragon. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Hiccup, uh, racing uh, Toothless, and just showing him doing all this crazy uh, air stuff. And and while we were watching it, I I was reminded like, oh yeah, I forgot that Hiccup is kind of like an inventor, tinkerer type person. And I love how Matt just chimed in and goes, yes, and now he's some crazy sky knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looks pretty, pretty badass. So I, I was just like thinking, and then like nothing, I mean, because it was just a teaser, so they right, just showed him yeah. flying around to get you excited about it. But I'm thinking, what if the entire movie is just two hours of them just like, yeah, we're best friends. <laughs> the end. I, and I, yeah, I think we're all in the consensus that we would all be okay. Yeah, I'd be I'd perfectly like, cool. fine with that. Like nothing <laughs> two bad hours happens. Of making us feel really good. There is no, there's no bad guy. Yeah, there's no, no nothing. Yeah, just it's just them flying around being like, hey, man, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the baddest asses and we're the bestest of friends hey, we're the best hey, I stopped bestest I stopped the genocide of dragons <laughs> everybody's getting along is it the world awesome and I'd be like this is great <laughs> credits <laughs> I would be fine for 90 minutes of just happiness that teaser also it, it's so good like it's simple and it just it, it gets you excited for the movie yep it made me think like I wish kind of all trailers were like this um, and right. I'll get into this more with yes. the Grimm. I totally yes. agree. But rather than giving away every single good part of the yep. movie that I'm going mm-hmm. to see, give me one scene that gives you... It doesn't even have to encompass what's actually going to happen. Just give me a good scene. Yeah. Yep. Just give me a good scene that needs no real introduction. It's just a great part of the movie that I'm witnessing and getting me really excited for whatever else is going to mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I wish more people would utilize that. If... If this teaser would have been for How to Train Your Dragon 1, and it would have just been this kid flying around on a dragon, and it doesn't even have to end like it shows absolutely no plot, I still would be like, what is this movie? It looks great. Yeah. Because it shows off the animation, and it shows off um, a little bit of the voice acting, and then just no plot. And I, and I agree with you entirely. I wish more trailers would just get you excited for the film instead of saying, here's what the here's, plot is all about. Here's the plot, and here's, here's every good part. Yep, here's every good joke. Yep. Um, 
So definitely. But at this point, I don't think it has a. Oh, it has a release date of June twentieth, twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So. So we got a year. Uh. Yeah. Can't, <laughs> I, you know what though? I can't wait. Uh, and the perfect fifty two com- more of these fucking podcasts <laughs> before we get to see Damn, that movie. That's, that's uh, so much talking about stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can you just? I feel mean, your yeah. Life hey, we're gonna have Parker? so many episodes by then. <laughs> I think our fan base is going to be quite large. It might double. Quite. Quite. <laughs> and now the what what I consider the perfect companion uh, piece to oh, How to absolutely. Train Your Dragon. Super, just a heartfelt, sister piece. warm, heartfelt. just really, really makes you glad to be alive. <laughs> the um, 2013 uh, American remake of Old Boy. Mm. Spike if, Lee. Yeah, that's right. Um, if you haven't seen the Korean version, the original version of Old Boy, I thoroughly recommend getting it, um, finding it. It is on Netflix, however, um, the Netflix version is only the English dub. Yeah, don't, just don't, actually, don't watch it. Like, don't waste your time with watching an English dub no, version of Old no, Boy. No, no, don't wait, watch the English dub. Find somebody that has it. And then watch it with them. Because I try, I tried watching the English like, version. Hey. It's so poorly dubbed. Just come over to Parker's house. Yes. Yeah, come on Anytime. over to Parker's don't, house. Don't call him. Up. At least don't show up. At least half our ve- <laughs> listeners Doesn't know who Parker what is. Time. So just come on over. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. He'll oh be here. Boy. Bang, bang, bang. He'll be here. And if and if he's not, just break the door down. <laughs> it's it's fine. Just it's come fine. in. His address? No. <laughs> <laughs> my my spare key is. <laughs> <laughs> so. But old boy, I, d- I don't want to go into too much detail um, about the um, plot yeah, because the when it when it does right. come out, I'm totally we're totally reviewing this. To be fair, the trailer gives it seems like it gives a lot of the plot away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, kind of not. Well, I don't know because I haven't. Right. Seen no. Of then the then no. You because yeah. if you haven't seen yeah. it, then you know it, it. What it does give away is the first twenty minutes, <laughs> which is all I've basically seen. Yeah. Right. Big um, but basically, it um. It starts out, at least in the trailer, it starts out with a guy who's been kind of held prisoner in what looks to be a hotel room against his will for 20 years. And then it's just mysteriously released, and he kind of has to piece together what happened and why he was there and stuff like that. Um, And the original film has one of the greatest fight scenes I have ever seen in cinema history. For sure. It is brilliant. Um, and this movie, they the trailer hints to it a little right. bit when it shows him getting the yeah. the um, I can't the claw hammer. They, I mean, like they might be they might be gritty and realistic, but I don't think they'll be able to capture what the original captured, like where because I just don't think that's not American filmmaking. You know what I mean? No, I don't think they could capture the way the scene just goes on and on. It's like one continuous shot, and right. it just goes on and on and on. And you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. Just like the best fight scene ever. Um, but this movie has a shockingly large number of just big name, big name stars in here. Uh, we have Samuel L. Jackson, Josh Brolin. Uh, I'm most excited about Josh Brolin. Oh, oh, hell yeah! He looks yeah. great. Um, we also have uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yep. Yeah. From our uh, highly touted and, and re- recommended movie, uh, was it Red Lights? Red Lights. <laughs> hey, like I said, she's the one Olsen Red sister Lights. with some integrity. She was not the problem of that. Movie. No. <laughs> that <is> no. Sure. <laughs> There's not not even. I'm not gonna throw her under the bus for that. Yeah, it's true. Um. And of course, uh, 
see here. Who else? I'm trying to see if anybody else is in it worth worth toting out. So two um, big names. <laughs> two big names. No. Um, good one, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Literally thousands of huge stars. Oh, we got Gray Damon. We got Lance. <laughs> Lance Reddick. Oh, man. I love uh, Taryn Terrell. Riddick's in this? Yeah, Riddick. <laughs> Chris is just sitting over there being like, you stupid motherfucker. Listen, I catch enough of this shit from Michael after each episode. I'm d- I don't need oh, to take it from oh, you. Oh, let's take a moment here right now to uh, sort of advertise our, our fan. We have a fan podcast that's being yeah. started by, by my roommate, Michael. It's going to be called Exit the Critic. <laughs> yep, and yep. he's just going to review all the episodes of Enter the Critic and just saying all the things that he didn't like. Right. Yep. And so, all the stuff we got wrong yep, and whatever. Yep. If you're on the fence about this podcast, you listen and you think, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you're going to love that one. Yeah. Because it's, it's sort of like Talking Dead. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Which everyone who watches The oh, Walking yeah. Dead loves that show. They love it. So... I, mean, I do. I, I do like. I do like Michael's I idea. It. I feel like I've watched. I, I I like Michael's idea that he was going to do a live broadcast while we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so he could just corner. yeah, sitting in the corner doing commentary <laughs> as we. Uh, were. Here they go talking about Boondock Saints again. Uh, <laughs> oh God! So. Oh, what the fuck, man! <laughs> oh, that's <Ooh>. real cool. <laughs> ooh, ooh, movies. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I, I, I thought there I'm were just more trolling, big guys. <laughs> I'm just the master trolling. troll. I I honestly thought there were more big names in here. So I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Josh Brolin's enough. Josh, yeah. yeah Josh he look. Bro- he looks really good. Yeah. Awesome, so so I can't or wait. Or he doesn't, which is what makes him I was, good in this movie. <laughs> I was not looking forward to this when I first heard about it, and I thought this movie was going to be yeah, terrible. Yeah, definitely. Mean it. I mean, because I have such love for the original. That I'm yes. Well, originally uh, it was going to be Will Smith, and it was going to go for a PG-13 rating. Which you <laughs> can't do. No. Yeah. This, this movie, I'm shocked it got any form of an American release just because of A, subject matter, which I can't go into without spoils, and uh, B, sheer violence. Um, yeah. It is not a movie for your mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey mom, <laughs> don't 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 watch this movie, um, but it is it is very good. So yeah. and now after seeing this trailer, I thought you know what I'm gotta on board. Rewatch it. I'm, and I'm also I have to rewatch the original again. Yep, and I got to rewatch that. And <laughs> I need so to good. watch the original. Yeah, you do. Shame you really on do. Me. Uh, in fact, we're gonna we're gonna stop the episode now. Uh, and we're just gonna watch it. We'll be back, Sweet. folks. All right. We'll be see back. Guys. All right, see ya. Two hours of silence later. <laughs> yeah, we're going to oh, do it live. man, that was awesome. Dude. Told you. What? what? He what? was so old. He was so old. Oh, boy. And yet, and yet he still kept that inner child. Hence the title, <laughs> Old Boy. Oh, man. Man. Again. <laughs> that makes you think. <laughs> what will they do next? Uh, apparently American yeah. one. <laughs> yes, apparently a shot-by-shot remake. <laughs> So we saw. I'm gonna try to read this in uh, what's his face's voice. All right, let's do that. Um, Idris Elba. No, Charlie. Oh Charlie yeah, yeah, yeah. As a war between humankind and monstrous sea creatures wages on, a former pilot and a trainee are paired up to drive a seemingly obsolete special weapon in a desperate effort to save the world from the apocalypse. Right. <sighs> Pacific Rim. Uh, 
So, what'd you guys so. think? Um, yeah. This movie. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was phenomenal. Um, we just we literally just saw it yesterday. Yeah, um, last night. Yep, saw it in full blown IMAX 3D. Yeah. The whole works. Um, the was, way movies should be seen. Uh, the way this very movie should expensively. Be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Your wallet really. Would feels you rather it. eat a meal or go see a film? <laughs> so a meal every day of the week. I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it was rather expensive to go see. Um, this movie is shockingly simple. I mean, it is what it is. Yes. It is a giant monsters versus guys in, I'm, I'm going to call them mechs because I can't remember what the actual term Jaegers. is. Jaegers. Jaegers. Thank Jaeger. you. Jaegers. German for hunter. Hunter, yeah. that's right. Kaiju, Japanese for monster, which giant, I like that no, they. Giant beetle. Giant beast. Yeah, it was giant beast. Giant beast. It's giant beast. Listen, to listen, I am I am that much of an Otako uh, <laughs> asshole to yeah. know that it's Giant Beast. Um, <laughs> I, when I when that first thing came up, I thought it said Beetle. I was like, oh, cool. That's weird. <laughs> it means a right. Giant Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how not, they all don't look like Beetles. Well, the first one sort of looked like a Beetle. It looked like one of those, like, one of those, like, ones with the, with the you know, the, the, the big, with the big, like, the, tusk or the, whatever. The, the, like uh, rhino beetle, the giant, yeah, that rhinoceros giant. beetle. Yeah. yeah, that's why. So that's why I was like, yeah. oh, cool, giant yeah. beetle. Um, <laughs> yeah, this movie, uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro, um, of Hellboy fame, and Pan's Labyrinth, and all that jazz, and every great movie he's ever made. <laughs> yeah, he's made quite a, quite a, and quite a every bunch of great films. movie, <laughs> he is responsible for them. Um, but no, if, if, if you're going into this, uh, wanting anything more than giant monsters fighting giant robots, you're going to be left wanting. Yes. But Ah! if you're going into that, you're going into this movie for the wrong reasons. I would say, I would say the thing that (coughs) separates that is that in some ways there is a bit more, like this wasn't just a straight up. Godzilla film. No, it wasn't. And and there was definitely some points of like humanity's struggle there, yeah there's this. more humanity thrown into this movie there's better character development there's uh more witty dialogue like legitimately yeah. funny and witty dialogue yes yep. that was yes. actually one of the things that struck me how good funny this movie is and good yes. hum- like good like moments like thanks quick. to uh charlie day oh my god who's and while and, it uh, is braun cheesy. gorman and while it is cheesy, which you need right. to be when you have a movie about giant monsters, it couldn't be monsters. a serious movie about giant. No, it's, no. It, it does not <laughs> so do. Bad. It does not treat its cheesiness in a insulting or nauseating way. It, yes. There's which no, there is, is no, what no happens point. with the Transformers movies. Yes, at yes. no point is anyone winking at the camera. No one is kind of you know saying, "Hey, get it?" Yeah. yeah. No, it's it is. There are legitimate funny parts, but they're taking the 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 movie is very well thought out. Um, the characters are, like, simple, but that's good, because there's not, I mean, when you have such long fight scenes, and there are many fight scenes, you don't have a whole lot of time for, you know, laying out characterization. So the characters are simple, but that's not a bad thing. No, but they do develop the simplicity yeah, oh, of them, definitely. Like, eat quickly, and they get right to it. Yeah. You know, they, well, show, they show enough individual scenes where you kind of like build these 
yeah. old connections, you know. And, when and they, they don't him and his brother. They don't have to go and tell you, oh, they grew up together. They had a great life. Right, they right. Like, they yeah. have to tell you all that. They they don't waste. There's very little fat on this movie. They, they don't waste a lot of time. They're simple characters, but they have personality. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mo- you know, most of the main cast you do care about, and then you can mm-hmm. you you yeah. n- you are easily following them through the entire right, movie, right. knowing what they're about. Yeah, but they're not like so complex that you're like gonna you're never gonna guess what they're gonna do next, and you're right, like, right. you know, they're, like they're just good, <laughs> yeah, well developed, no. simple characters. Um, I will say that. I've never been more excited <laughs> to see Ron Perlman turn around. Just the simple act of turning around. I, did, in, I actually didn't know he was going to be in it. Oh, really? We I talked had no about idea that that's in what an it, episode. I didn't know. I, I didn't know I, who I, he I was going to be. I I, maybe, maybe if we said it, I didn't really. Without giving much away, mind. I had no idea that was what his character was going to be. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. I just knew that Ron Perlman was going to be in it. Um, and then when he turned around, I've not heard a theater erupt <laughs> in cheers so much. It was great. There was a lot of moments in this movie where the theater was just electrified, was yeah. really excited. Definitely. I'll, I'll disagree and actually say I felt like there, in our particular audience, there could have been more. Really? This is the kind of movie where... Maybe, maybe like Chris and I, you know, like I was sitting near Chris. That's true. And it was me, Justin, Chris... And you like all of us were in getting the center into it. of our section of the theater, which right. was probably the best section of the theater. I can say that without a doubt, because whenever something awesome was happening, most of the excitement was coming from to my right. And okay. I was sitting next to Dallas, who's pretty chill. Right. Yeah. And that was actually one of my complaints of the movie, which is not the movie's fault. Right. Right. That I was kind of on the side. Yeah. And well, I'm you need going to, to sit next to the right people. It's like when we went to I see know. Cabin in the Woods, and we were like going out of control. Yeah, me and you were going ape <laughs> shit at so Cabin good. in the Woods. So I just need to remember whenever there's like a big action movie, like I'm going to force myself into the <laughs> center of all the people that are going to be excited. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and just force everyone else around yep. me. There and you then because yeah, That's I'm, like you know when what? I go see a comedy movie, I like to go with Jared Newswanger. He has He's the, the loudest laugh. Yeah. The greatest over-the-top laugh. You'll uh, And he can't control it. Yeah. So it's the best. And everybody in the audience begins to kind of laugh at him right like after a while like they're laughing at the movie and then they're like jeez you hear him in the back like oh my gosh the guy keeps laughing <laughs> yeah J- jared has such a just such a loud and like but yeah that that makes i mean that makes movies like this so much better yes. people are like yeah and every every time there was a scene of that i just really got into it <laughs> So maybe that's why I thought everyone else was getting into it because I was super <laughs> me you like me and Parker and and my buddy right. Justin were super into everyone it. Everyone yeah. within your five foot radius was about because Josh. I was sitting segment. next to uh, yeah. our friend John King, who was also like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. So. It was it was super fun. Like, and I loved like the I loved like you know where they would like unveil things throughout like, you know. You don't get to see the the dudes, the three person team, and the the Russians for like quite a bit of the movie in terms mm-hmm. of like doing their right. mech, so, which I thought was good to unveil it, even though they unveiled it like in a part where they get like their ass handed to them. They still like you were like yeah, you know like I felt like this movie did the 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 um the trick where you know you you just show you know that everybody coming to see this movie has seen a lot of movies mm-hmm. and is excited right. about whatever so then you just show these two 
Russian people, <laughs> like a massive mm-hmm. dude and like a girl that looks super tough, and they both have bleach blonde hair, and they're just like walking, and you're like, oh yeah, that's the Russians, and like you're just so excited, and like even though they have done nothing, like they've done nothing, they, on they camera. do not say pretty much anything throughout the. No, yeah. I don't think they say. And they show their mech, and it's like all like. It's like the Mark One. It's like from the first series of these giant mechs, and it's like just looks like a super bulky. Yeah, Yeah, it just looks like a power plant. It's so Russian with arms. Like it's so Russian. It just looks like Chernobyl. I love how it has a gigantic pneumatic hammer for (laughs) a fist. Can I? Can I also say that one of my favorite moments (laughs) in this entire movie that I feel like no one appreciated nearly as much as me is that I know what's coming in the fight. the fight where the, there's the Chinese uh, Jaeger and the Russian Jaeger yep. are are together and they fight are, are fighting Kaiju. Yeah. It, when it cuts to the Russian Jaeger, the soundtrack changed from the yes. regular fight music to like. It sounded just like like Sergei Prokofiev. It sounded just like the Russian national anthem. There's like Russian music happening right now. That is such a wonderful touch. I like the idea that it's in their their Jaeger. They're like inside. They're it's piping it in yep. <laughs> to their Jaeger that they're just listening to. <laughs> all the um, so all the original music was done by the same uh, individual who wrote the original music for the Game of Thrones TV show. Oh, nice. It was very nice. epic. Very epic. Nice. Yes. Um. No the. The storyline is pretty much, I mean, it, like I said, it is what it is. Giant monsters coming to Earth via this riff in uh, in the Pacific Ocean, and humanity is like... Fighting back. Fighting back. But not all of humanity. Like, the government is like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's weird. Screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're on your own. I mean, I, they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they didn't waste a lot of time developing that, because, like, it could have gotten very complicated and convoluted, but, like... You know, they just made it like, no, we know what we're doing. Like, well, yeah. my my great fear when they started hinting, especially when they bring that subject back up in the news, they talk about like, oh, we're, the public has become very angered towards the government's abandonment of the Jaeger program. And I thought to myself then, I was like, I really hope the twist is in this movie isn't that the government is somehow like yes working right. i thought the same <laughs> well, thing it's, it's so the interdimensional shitty. beings <laughs> they go down so there bad. and it's like the president he's like oh shit and then the president like <laughs> takes off a mask and he's actually some sort of like right. kaiju like small i was like, i was Lord. so bad i was uh, i thought the same I'm thing because they were going on thought no don't don't yeah. go that route, please. Don't. I'll walk out of this yeah. theater. Spoilers, everyone. They don't go that route. So okay. Don't worry yeah. About that uh, yeah. It's 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 yeah. so well done. No, it's so good. And the the, the the thing like the one of the greatest aspects of of Guillermo, one of the greatest like things that he does when he when he makes a movie, is he like there's there's all these like details that you don't even care about until you really pay attention. But like like things like when you're when they're inside the Jaegers, like the paints are all chipped. Like, because these things have been mm-hmm. around for a long time. For a time. while, yeah. They've been battle-worn. So, like, everything is, like, worn out and used, but still looks, like, awesome and powerful. And then, like, he always, like, you know, they'll they'll ha- they'll just, like, walk through a door, and it'll, like, you know, close, like, automatically. And then he takes an extra second to show you that there's, like, this actual working mechanic of, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. not just, yeah. like, the door closes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, like... I feel like he must understand how inventions work. Well, and it's <laughs> it's great because this whole movie, 
because of the nature of the story, is really a, a new world that's been developed. Yes. Mm-hmm. We right. are thrown into a world where these monsters have been attacking, and we've been fighting them with these robots for, for years. years. Right, right. Uh, the, the very beginning of the movie is essentially like a very small montage and explanation of what's been going on, and we're pretty much thrown into the thick of it. Right, like yeah. Decades after this has been going on, yep. which kind of threw me aback. I thought there would be a little bit more introduction. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition right out of the gate. But what it does is it just... It, it throws you into a new world that's been right. established. Like, this is a thing that is going on. It doesn't have what a lot of these kinds of movies do where, you know, it's like the first attack and everyone's like, oh, and they spend like 20 minutes being like, oh, man. What is I it? What do we got to do? The world is changing. Like, the world's already changed. Yeah, yeah. It's already like this. It's just us dealing with it. Yeah. Del Toro, in, in, in my eyes, is almost like um, James Cameron in that sense, where James Cameron, when he directs a movie, he knows... Like when he did Aliens, he knew how the uh, freight loader worked, and like he would right. be able to break right. down how the gunship would operate because he's very uh, he's very technical. He's a world builder. Yeah, yeah, he's really big into like technology and stuff like that. And uh, Del Toro strikes me in the same regard that definitely. And and comparing it to a similar concept of movie, the the Transformers. Right. Where the Transformers are just a mess oh, on the screen, disgusting. and it's just a whole bunch of <laughs> like it, it, they, they might as well like morph from a body into like a car, because like sometimes it happens so fluidly that you're like that looks gross, like that right, looks like yeah. it looks like T one thousand or you right, know like it yeah. looks like. It's so, it, it, but it's just such a mess, and your brain can't comfortably. How does this work? Right. Whereas, if you look at these Jaegers, it's especially the older, you know, antiquated ones that are like ten, you yeah. know, fifteen years old. Um, you can see, like, oh yeah, he yeah. knows exactly. Like, there are moving parts that yes. would well, move like that in real life. Well, and and the thing is, like, I was reading about um, Guillermo and his crew, like, developing this movie. Like, they give. They give as much of a nod as they can to like science and physics. Right, and right. They fully realize, okay, there's no real, <laughs> right. There, no beings like this could actually exist on Earth, right. given the amount of gravity, etc. But, but if they, if they could, could, this is how it, they would be. How, what would, yeah, what would, yeah. How would they actually react? With yeah. Ocean water. Like it would work with blah, physics. How right. would how would giant robots like this actually like affect the things they're moving? How fast would they be able to? Mm-hmm. But, uh, one of the big things in this movie is that even the fastest Jaeger, which is the Australian one, yeah. When you think about it, it's not like you know doing crazy quick right. movement. No, because all the Jaegers near, are super slow, and yeah. I think the fastest Jaeger it looked like he was cruising at like thirty. <laughs> well, not even necessarily how fast they travel but the amount of movement you're able to do when you're a yeah. giant piece of machinery yeah, like it isn't, if, you, if you, there's you, not a lot of dexterity there if you could you know move an arm say as fast as a human can actually move an arm it would just completely like you would cause shock waves right, yeah, right, right. exactly because that's like a giant piece <laughs> yeah. of machinery moving extremely fast through the air yeah, yeah. um so and i really liked like all the different kaiju that they brought out. Like, they I love that they hinted at well. a lot of them without, like, going into too much. They just showed them, like, you know, this one, what it look, kind of looked like from afar, different, like, news footage mm-hmm. versus, like, yeah. whatever. And then, like, you know, just showing, like, the, like, 
and then like towards like towards the like the end when like they you know they you see them one on the screen for a long time they really i don't know they just looked awesome like yeah, they, you they're know they're really all very well different made. and very like unique you know and you could see like where they were like based on some sort of maybe animal that is in this world but not really you right. know like you can see how they move sort of differently from each other that's another thing they were really going for is is pushing the idea of original creature designs which i'm also always a big fan of oh yeah, yeah brings absolutely. to mind totally. um what's his face the guy who was for decades like the leader before stan winston Ray uh, Harry Housen. Ray Harry Housen. yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. it brings to mind uh, yes. him because yes. he was always thinking like what's something yeah crazy yeah. and new that we can before do on before screen. stan winston hit ray harryhausen was the special yeah. effects yeah. creature maker and it like, brings he was the guy you got and it brings to mind that idea of like you know Let's not be lazy with this. No, Let's actually no. really try to be creative with our creature design because we're. This is a movie where they're literally from another universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. There's a lot of points in this film where the 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 creative team could have totally phoned it in, and people probably would have given them a pass. And I really don't see that in this film. I don't no. see a point where they just said, ah, you know, whatever. We don't have to put forth the effort. They put forth the effort and it pays off in a big way on the screen it's really well done it's a very good looking film that's another yeah. thing that i think separates it from you know sort of other films in this genre which the the big creature genre other than transformers hasn't really been a thing for the past Godzilla. 10 15 years yeah exactly it's so long yeah, ago yeah yeah um, never saw anything other than you know japanese movies i mean you, you <laughs> have i mean in, in america you have like this Transformers, Cloverfield, I can't. Which think is of not, not even that's yeah. yeah. Um, so the I, but what really sets this apart is that it just looks so good, and not in the way that Transformers looks good just by having like really expensive CGI. Right. right. Yeah. Um, it's just very immersive, and it's it goes mm -hmm. beyond mm -hmm. even the quality of the CGI to the set pieces, uh, even the costuming. Yep. Etc. Like, mm -hmm. and that's what you get with a Guillermo del Toro movie. That's yeah, definitely. That's one of the big things that people I think were excited about is that whenever he, you know, puts his hands on something, you know, it's going to be like this. It's going to be right. very immersive and detailed, and yeah. and that's what really sets this movie apart from pretty much anything that's been done in the same well. If you genre, look at if the you will, for a long, long time. I mean, if you look at the hype for this film, I mean, it's it's insane, and. Ultimately, I, I can remember when, when Cloverfield came out, people were saying, finally, we have an American Godzilla. And as good as Cloverfield was, I didn't feel it hit those beats. Well, this, yeah. I feel, is closer to what we would want in an American Godzilla film. In quotes, um, you know, American Godzilla film. Well, and Cloverfield also, by its very nature, it, it's only kind of a giant monster movie. It's mostly just a found footage movie right, like more right. of a disaster found footage movie but at the time that was that was like that, that that's yeah. what we had yeah <laughs> um whereas this is just a more more true to the genre of giant monster film but there's no corniness no cheesiness to it there's no winks to the camera well, the, it's there done there is but well. it's the kind that you should have well, like, like yeah, th I mean, th there are some fun, like 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 you yeah, said before. There's, there are, there's a lot of humor. They're not like they're not like this is dumb, right, guys? Yeah. yeah there's like, no all this stuff. There's no there's no camp. Yeah, yeah they do what they no can camp. to to really sell the idea of this world, this you know whole universe right. to you. Yeah. So. Universes. 
I guess. Well, let's uh, let's slap a rating on this bad boy. Um, before I give my rating, I will say oh. I oh, yeah. did have some qualms. Oh well, no, go to town. Tear I this, I tear did this have fucker some a new one. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I do have a few things. Like I now that we praised it and made it seem like it's God, um, I will tear it down from its altar. Uh, one of my complaints is not really the fault of the movie itself. It's the syndrome that I talked about earlier in the episode. Almost at, at least 60 to 70% of the great moments in this film were ruined by the trailers. Yeah. The speech alone. The speech, the speech was, was yes. ruined. Yes. They should not um, have put the speech in there. No, they shouldn't have. There were a lot of key moments from the, the fights. Uh, the oil tanker. The oil, the t- yeah, oil tanker. Oil I really wish they would have left that out. Um, and... And it's not. I can't hold it too much against the movie because it's the, it's more the fault of the trailer. And it's getting back to the idea that, and um, we're gonna review the the heat for next week's episode. And that was a similar deal. Like, yeah, so many of the great jokes from that movie were given were away, given away trailer. by trailers. And that we have so many trailers now that come out for movies. Mm-hmm. It's never just one good one. No, there's now. always three. There's or always four. three different, and they keep adding in different footage. And I understand you need to sell your movie. Right. You need to be showing mm-hmm. the highlights, but. You also need to have some respect for the moviegoer. That's yeah. the person who goes to see your movies consistently and not give away everything in your film. That yeah. I, 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 I once read um, that uh, Gene Siskel, um, you know, famed movie reviewer, would um, leave the theater during uh, trailers. Um, mm-hmm. He refused to watch them. He hated them. Um, and if he couldn't get out of the theater, uh, <laughs> uh, in, in an interview uh, before Roger Ebert died, he was talking about Gene Siskel doing this. He would stick his fingers in his ears and go, la, 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 I kid, I kid you not. I kid you not. Yeah, but, like, do that in the middle of the, the theater just being ridiculously good. obnoxious. The Dark the dark Knight. When, when the Dark Knight was first announced, I knew, and I knew that the Joker was going to be in it, I was so excited for that movie and I knew it was going to be really good mm-hmm. and I so much did not want it to be ruined for me that that's what I did and <laughs> they and there were like five movies that I went to see where they had oh, Dark Knight so trailers, trailers and I that. would close my eyes and I wouldn't go la 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 but I'd kind of like make a humming noise <laughs> in my yeah, mouth yep, yep. while I was going on and you know I, it's too much work to do that for every good movie that's coming out but yeah. I kind of feel that way like I kind of feel like well, I shouldn't if it's a movie that you don't know what's going to be like, like right. Pacific Rim, like, yeah, like, OK, like, I, I, you know, Guillermo's attached to it. But like, you know, like if it was a different director and it still was good, I would be like, well, I got to watch this trailer. Otherwise, right. I'm not going to waste my time going to see it. You know, like, unless you got to get expensive movies. Right. I mean, I mean, for, I don't know how much you guys paid. I, I paid 16 bucks for this damn yeah. film and it was worth it, but it yeah. could have easily pissed me off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that's very true. So there's that, that side thing. Yeah, trailers are definitely, it's like a double-edged sword of like, they're they're definitely necessary to get hype for films, but they should be cut in a way that doesn't give away the best I also don't understand why they don't like, you know, like if they're they're talking about how they want to promote their movie and all the stuff, then why not shoot like, a promotional thing with the characters. There are there are certain you know like um, some people do that and it and it's always great. Yeah, yeah. Well, you right know? now there there are two schools of thought on that. There's the school of what you just stated, and then there are actual companies 
that their whole purpose is to cut trailers. Most tra- I didn't know this at the time. Most trailers, um, the studio and the director, like the, the creative team, have nothing to do with those trailers. Yeah. They turn all the footage over to a separate company, you know, an out-of-source out company that they make the trailer. And I think that needs, I think it needs to go to the route Parker is talking about where it's you shoot a specific trailer you now, know, that is not in the movie. Now, I know there's one case where that isn't true, which is J.J., um, J.J. Abrams, uh, Bad Robot well, does yeah. cut their own trailers. Yeah. And to their credit, at least I can think of this example with Star Trek, they save, they save a good amount of the fat of their movies for right. the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. were there were quite a few uh, parts of the new Star Trek that I did not see and were not ruined by trailers mm-hmm. that easily right. could have been. So there's an yeah, I like I agree with you. I think the directors and the studio should have they should have more very control. much control and very yeah. much they there's going to be more respect in that sense. I think the well, problem yeah. is they uh and and they tried this uh Bad Robot tried this with Cloverfield. Um a lot of companies are trying to figure out how do we get stuff to go viral? And there's so much money invested in that, but no one's got it down to a quantifiable um, formula of how we well, get stuff to go that's viral. Marketing. Right, but People I mean, still don't understand how marketing right, works. but I mean, movies. That it, it's almost like movies because movies are always the, the the movie industry is always afraid to take risks, mm-hmm. and they're always afraid to try something new, and they're always at least ten years behind, five to ten years behind the the, the trends. Maybe now with the way trends are moving, maybe they're only you know, two years behind, right. but that's still an eternity nowadays. Um, so it's almost like we're seeing this back and forth between do we do go what is more, quote, traditional with trailers, or do we do this new viral thing that doesn't make any sense and is a huge risk and could backfire and do nothing. So who knows? Who knows what we're going to see? But I definitely agree. Something needs to change. Yep. Uh, any, other, any other complaints? The only other thing... Um, this was something that I had read in, in criticism that uh, that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you taking another critic's no, 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 opinion no. and slamming it onto this? Do well, your homework, here's, here's Matt what Schaefer, I, here, right? No, here's what I do when I see movies. I usually will read reviews or at least snippets of reviews ahead of time, right, 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 to gauge what are the what are the negative things that are, people are oh, saying. Oh, I just movie. do it to see if I can validate my own opinion. <laughs> well, no, I, I like doing that because then I, when I actually see the movie. I can take that into account and be like, well, I heard that people not had get prob- annoyed by Well, it. I heard that people did have problems with this. Is it really that big of a deal, et cetera, et cetera. Most of the negative criticism for this movie is stupid. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's, you know, absolutely. pretty tight a-hole critics that are just like, oh, I didn't want to see a two-and-a-half-hour Power Rangers special. Yeah, I read that review, oh, too. It's a lot of... Shut the hell up and sit down. Back down. Go watch whatever else you want to watch. It, but it, it's almost like a lot of uh, older critics who were like, "I'd rather watch uh, a black and oh. white French film that shows well, a, a, a plant growing in the desert, and I'll call that art." Or it's something instead like, of having fun. Well, I guess if you like movies made for fourteen-year-olds, like, and you know what? Sometimes did you, I do. Did you have a childhood? Right. Did you? Did your mom just like raise you in a suit? And, it's like, almost like these critics were sat down and like I've only seen Altor films from nineteen uh, seventy through nineteen eighty four. But I believe it was actually a positive review that had a criticism for the movie, saying 
you know, w- one of the bigger downfalls of this movie is that sometimes, especially in the water scenes, you do get a sense of I don't, I don't know what's really going on, and you lose a sense of scale, which I do agree with, because far and away my uh, favorite fight scene in the movie is the one that takes place predominantly on land because you get a sense of scale because they are being you are seeing these things compared to buildings and people and etc cetera, etc cetera. a lot of this movie the action sequences do take place in or very close to water and while it looks kind of cool and everything like it it does the whole thing where like you know you, there's lots of movement in the water and everything it gives kind of a cool atmosphere you do kind of lose a sense of scale when that happens when uh, you're in yeah, the body could, of water yeah i could see that it it kind of suffers from that where you're lo- you're kind of confused as to where things are in you know when like yeah okay i i could i could and see that, that and that that was that was uh my only yeah that was my only other major criticism is that the far and away my favorite part of the movie in terms of action is uh is that one sequence that takes which is long and very fulfilling yeah uh that takes place mostly on land yeah i don't know if you guys agree or not but no i i i could see that i was too into it you know what I mean? Like at that point, the movie had had completely. I, I mean, bought, I bought, bought into you it. Line and sinker. Yeah, I guess I, had I, totally guess I feel into like it. The, the. So I mean, in, in hindsight, I could see that, but I guess I feel like I liked it in the sense because it like, it switched it up in a in a movie where they you know they only had a limited amount of time. They only have two hours, so it's not like it's like when you're watching like a, a you know an anime where you have episode after episode right. and they could do all different stuff. Right. So it's like for that, it's like you know what are they gonna do? Just more punching each other up on land like at least it kind of changed some dynamics because there were ones swimming around that's true you know so it kind of changed it up but i feel like they they had a lot of different things happening in you know even though they had you know a limited amount of time to have all this i mean don't get me wrong on land they had fighting in the air i was gonna i was gonna say this fighting fulfills the winston churchill (laughs) (laughs) world war ii speech oh yeah they will they did fight them on the (laughs) land they did fight them in the sea and they fought them in the air so (laughs) yes they did no it was awesome the, the 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 underwater sequence whether or not you know you liked it or you know or felt like it had the scale um, that part with the bomb is pretty awesome. Where yeah, it's like yeah. there's nothing, there's no water for half a second. Yeah, because the bomb shockwaves all the water away, and he's just standing there, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> like, that was cool. That was really cool. I was like, holy that was shit, really cool. Awesome. Uh, I never on. thought of that. It's kind of like when you, you know, like as bad as those movies are, like when in in the Matrix, yeah. where they're like fighting in that last one, and they like slam into each other, and the shockwave, the giant, all yeah. of a sudden, there's no rain. For like half a second, yeah. and then all the rain just like, whoosh, comes back down. You're like, "Oh, that's such a cool yeah, idea." Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. But uh, other than that, I loved it. Other than those yeah. minor nitpicks. Yeah. No, they were minor. I mean, the uh, the the trailer thing is just like all movies. Yeah, that's a lot that. of movies. It just particularly bothered me with this one and the heat actually. And the heat, right. Yep. So yep. well, we'll talk about that next episode. Yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get a rating here. Oh man, I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it 8.9 out of 9.8 elbow rocket punches. Nice, nice. 
Uh, Again, ruined in the trailer. Yes, but, yep. yes. But that's something that they could have put in the trailer and got me excited about it without ruining anything else. Anything uh, else it wasn't yeah. completely ruined because I believe that's what it is called, and they yes. actually say it before it happens. In the rocket elbow. In the, what's her name? The portal woman's voice, which I'm glad they kept. Oh, yeah, I was super glad. Because like, I, I had heard in things that it was like, that's just for the trailer. They're going to change well, it I, slightly. I think it was slightly less portalized. A little bit. But, little, but little she bit did less. say... Yeah. Do you want to try again or something? <laughs> would you yeah. like I was to like, try that's like to try so again? good. There were so many like little details like in Avengers, like that Joss Whedon, like thr- like that kind of thing where they throw in like him play that that guy in he's playing Go- uh, Galaxia, playing Galaxia or whatever. Like I loved that, and like you know, there was just like a few of them that you were like, not so many that you were annoyed. Or like this is dumb or whatever, but like just enough that you were like. Oh, and can I also so say we didn't really touch upon it? The whole idea of the. Um, the drift the oh, is, such a good idea. is a very cool concept. This yes. is another thing that Absolutely. really separated this movie. And it plays a lot. In, it's not something they just throw throw in to be like, no, it's eh, actually it's some pretty different. It actually plays a lot into the in, story. Into the story Absolutely. and plot line, yeah. And, yeah, and it was like a fairly was original really well concept. I mean, you know, I've seen some things similar, but like, you know, I think they did an original take on something mm-hmm. like that and, and were able to execute it without too much explanation. And yeah. and and still got you got the point for for those who haven't seen the movie yet, it's not much of a spoiler at all to say that all of these Jaegers are piloted by two people that have a neural. Three, but yeah, two, oh yeah, but two. they have but they have a neural connection to right. take on the load of controlling right. something that yeah, large. Because you know, in the beginning, they have one person controlling it, and the people like would like their brains would almost have an aneurysm what, yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. What do you? What do you? What's your my uh, my my rating is. Uh, 4.5 out of category 5 kaiju. Oh! Because it was great. It was that's great. a spoiler. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, just, you know, I feel like we should tell people there will there is a mid-credit like stinger. little stinger. There's a stinger. That but it's not perfect. at the very end. It's in the middle, you know. No, if you just stick around for the, for the picture which is, credits, Which is what it. needs to happen with stingers. For the love of God, do your first credit yes. thing. Because according to Screenwriters <laughs> Guild, there has to be two parts of credits. Right. So do your first credit, then have your stinger, then do your other. Don't make me sit through all of those credits. <laughs> Oh, I'll, if you I'll really do that. Respected the movie, you'd stick through all. <laughs> no, that. no. What I'll do is jump on IMDb when I go home and read all that, so I don't have to stand there feeling bad because the guys who want to clean the theater and go home are like <laughs> tapping true. their feet. Yeah, like, especially when you, you want to get up and go. Showing. You want to? <laughs> I gotta go home. <laughs> when you go to a midnight release and they're like, <sighs> "I'm so tired and I hate working here. I thought this would be fun. <laughs> Nobody cared. You, you don't care who the second director, you know, second unit director was. Well, you just go." <laughs> So yes, stingers need to start happening before the actual credits. So, hair hair assistant to Idris Elba, <laughs> <laughs> which I actually did see, and I thought, wasn't his hair like super short? Why did he yeah. need that? <laughs> hey hey, that mustache was rocking. <laughs> that was it was, it was. So, Parker, do you want to? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no All rating right. out of no. Well, let's <laughs> let's uh. Let's uh, let's wrap this up here. Um, as always, uh, invite you guys who are listening to check us out on Facebook. Uh, rate and uh, review us on iTunes. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. Um, and also, while you're there, check out the many other great podcasts. And by many other, I mean the one uh, Ninjas versus Podcast. 
But there um, is another. Uh, there's one coming. Oh, also, I should mention that Eric and I are in the process of getting Stick It In Your Hole back up. Yeah! Oh, and man. It will be in this you guys are in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> so the Stick you It In Your Hole archive will be up. I am excited. I am really. I am. I am legit excited about that. Um, So you guys can re-enjoy those. (laughs) So, uh, and also want to thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme songs. Yeah, Uh, it's. I mean, it's too bad that we have to pay so much for them. Yeah, it's just a shame they're so expensive. Wait, totally free. What? He's kidding, dude. They're not free. Oh, okay. That's what I figured. Hey guys, you have to pay for them. If you go to geekremix.com. Totally free. Oh, uh, what is that like a torrent a, site? It's like a you're, lie. You're, no. it's illegal. No, what you're doing is totally illegal. Legal. Okay, guys, totally legal. if you want them for free, yeah. you know, like <laughs> no. I get my music for free, <laughs> right? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to make it any more clear. Uh, three Gosh. albums and a couple singles. Uh, totally, totally free for 1995. Yeah, you just have to sign up for a <laughs> monthly fee. <laughs> And then you can listen to him for free forever. You no, know, I'm gonna, right, right, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna email him and be like, guys, you, you really need to listen to this just because how long we go on. Because when I emailed him originally, I, he just said, uh, yeah, go ahead, use it, it's fine, I don't care, they're just, free. Just let me, just tell, just yeah, he's just like, just, me. just don't mention that it's me. And it's then fine. you responded, no, we will make it worth your time, sir. <laughs> we will make sure people know how good these are and how free they are. <laughs> how free they are. Uh, and they are incredibly free. So. <laughs> they are so incredibly free. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check them out at geekremix.com. So, uh, all right, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. Hey, Mitch. <laughs> and I'm...